Welcome back to another episode of the Profiles Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Hubbard, and welcome to the Wisdom Wrap-Up Series, where we delve into the valuable insights shared by industry titans, visionary leaders, and trailblazers who have paved the way to success. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Profiles Podcast. And again, this episode is slightly different than normal. I have the Wisdom Wrap-Up Series where I condense and abbreviate some of the best takeaways I've had from my interviews with experts. I have the Normal Profiles Podcast where I interview industry titans, experts, and trailblazers about their paths to success. But today, I have another special episode prepared. I've been thinking a lot recently about how we live in an attention economy. Because of external pressures and social media, we feel that adequacy can only be reached if we cram our lives chock full of different things to try to get the most out of it. But I've been thinking a lot about how this is a flawed assumption, and I've been doing some reading on some academic literature that supports my point. Here's a short piece that I wrote about the active pursuit of doing nothing. And I really hope that it inspires you to do some thinking about your life and where you direct your attention to. I'd love to start out with a quote from everyone's favorite movie character, Ferris Bueller. Life moves pretty fast, and if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. Modern advice often echoes a message along the lines of, life is short, and that we must not waste any of our precious time that we're given. Yet this advice is riddled with flaws. As our world evolves, there's a pressure externally to do more. We're trying to cram more into our time to feel like we're getting the most out of our lives, yet by doing so, we're actually experiencing less. As a student, I not only see this busy culture firsthand, but I experience it. With pressures socially, academically, and athletically, there's a constant feeling that I need to do more with my time. Society celebrates people who have attributes like hustle and speed but it may be timed to rethink this praise. Dr. Jennifer L. Roberts, a professor of art history at Harvard, has a unique assignment aimed to combat our fast-paced culture. She says, In all my art history courses, graduate and undergraduate, every student is expected to write an intensive research paper based on a single work of art of their choosing. And the first thing I ask them to do in the research process is to spend a painfully long time looking at that object. Before doing any research in books or online, the student would first be expected to go to the Museum of Fine Arts, where it hangs, and spend three full hours looking at the painting. Three full hours, that is crazy to think about. Noting down his or her evolving observations, as well as the questions and speculations that arise from those observations. The period is explicitly designed to seem excessive, and it is. Also crucial to the exercise is a museum or archive setting, which removes the student from his or her everyday surroundings and distractions. That's right. Harvard students are expected to sit and study one piece of art for three consecutive hours without any distractions. No phone, no friends, just you sitting and looking at a painting. Now this may seem excessive, and as Dr. Robert's students claim, it is, but her assignment has purposeful consequences that lie below the surface. Dr. Roberts claims that this exercise shows students that just because you've looked at something doesn't mean you've actually seen it. Just because something is available instantly to vision doesn't mean that it's available instantly to consciousness. Or, in slightly more general terms, access is not synonymous with learning. What turns access into learning is time and strategic patience. 
This strategic patience that Dr. Roberts notes is what's missing not only in the academic setting, but also in the context of our lives. The pursuit of more that we constantly experience pushes us to experience less. There are infinite depths of information at any point in the student's education, Dr. Robert writes. They just need to take the time to unlock that wealth. And that's why, for me, this lesson about art, vision, and time goes way beyond art history. So with time feeling more and more at a premium, we aren't taking the time to unlock the wealth, as Dr. Robert puts it. For example, with smartphones by our side at almost every moment, the feeling of boredom has disappeared from our lives. Between the years 2000 and 2015, there's been a 25% decrease in the average human attention span, and it can be most likely attributed to the lack of boredom we experience. In a series of 11 studies at the University of Virginia, Psychologist Timothy Wilson and colleagues found that participants, regardless of age, generally did not enjoy spending time alone with just their thoughts. One of these studies asked participants to stay 15 minutes alone in an empty room sitting fixed on a chair. When allowed to self-administer a mild electric shock, one that would be fairly uncomfortable, one half, 50% of all the participants chose to voluntarily experience this moderately uncomfortable electric shock. This study is evidence of a growing culture of doing. We are biased towards action and tend to resist inaction. The fast-paced nature of our modern world urges all of us to keep up with it, but the active pursuit of doing nothing, or at least working in opposition to our speedy lives, may help us unlock a deeper knowledge base and fully experience the riches of life that may lie below the surface. So I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. And I can assure you that next week, you won't just be listening to my voice. There'll be another person as well. I will be interviewing another person. Anyways, I really appreciate your time and I hope you have a great rest of your day.